0: The Smokin' Hot Podcast is brought to you this week by Rosebud Frozen Peas. Here is Pitchman Orson Welles.
1: Rosebud, yes, Rosebud Frozen Peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Wait, that's terrible. I quit. Just a handful for the road. Oh, what luck! There's a French fry stuck in my beard. Oh yeah.
0: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Todd with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy.
2: Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, and whenever you're listening to this, this is the Smoking Hot Podcast, and I am Hot Toddy, and uh, we've got another great show lined up for you. It's great to be back, had a nice week off, but we are here, and we're ready to rock and roll for you this week, and uh, I hope everybody had a happy Halloween, and uh, if you can believe it or not, we are, as of today, because this posts on Thursday, exactly two weeks away from Thanksgiving. That's right. The beginning of the holiday season, if you will. That's right. Christmas is just weeks away. And uh, I know a lot of people aren't a lot of people are never excited about it. You know, there's there's more people not excited about it these days than people who are. Which I guess makes sense because I mean, it seems like Christmas gets more difficult and difficult every single year. It just seems like it just kind of weighs on everybody after a while. They don't really want it to come, but they know it has to. We all know it has to, so we kind of just make peace with it and go headfirst into it. And uh, you know, but I always enjoy the holidays. I do. I find the holidays to be fun. Just because, you know, all my family comes. It's one time a year where I get to see everybody in my family. And, you know, it, it it's just it's just a nice time. I don't know. There's something about it that makes me happy, you know. I enjoy it. But a lot of people don't. And I understand that. But, you know, I, I, I don't agree with it. I'm like, all right, I'll take the holidays. And Thanksgiving's fun, too. Because you got the parade and you get a buttload of food. And, again, you know, the family's in and everything. And so it's a lot of fun. You know, I, I always enjoy, I enjoy the holiday season. But there are people... Who don't stand with it? Which, again, like I said, I understand. But just to word to those people, don't rain on my mother-loving parade. I din, I din. I don't mess with you, you don't mess with me, and it will round and round we go around this world, right? Okay, good. I'm glad we're on top of that. Good, because I enjoy it. Don't take that away from me. All right. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, but anyway, now we got a great show. <laughs> I, I'm insane sometimes. I apologize. We got a great show for you this week, though, because this is this is really going to be the show to end all shows. I mean, we're really well. I don't know if we can get any better than this show. We might look at ourselves after this show and just think, well, we did it. I mean, this is it. We don't have to come back over again. That's not going to happen. But, uh... It's good to think, you know? But anyway, we've got a great show for you this week. I will be sitting down with one of my favorite people in the entire world from one of my favorite shows in the entire world. I got to speak with the one and only Sal Volcano, of Impractical Jokers. They're coming here to Knoxville next weekend, Saturday, November 21st, and I managed to land an interview with Sal, and I had an absolute blast talking to him, and you're going to hear this interview in its entirety coming up this week. They've also got some funny stories coming your way, including the fact that I, I, I didn't realize this, but apparently Phil Collins must be stopped, and you'll hear all about that here in a little bit. And the two most powerful forces of good and evil will come together after all these hundreds of millions of years. They've decided to work together on something for the very first time, and you're going to hear what that's about as well. And, of course, what would the smoking Hot Toddcast be without a brand spanking new Ollie report? So it's all coming your way. There's so much show here. You might not be able to take it. You might need to take some medicine, get yourself prepared, you know, and, and once, you, once you've got your medicine, get the cheese dip together, nice cold drink, Sit back and enjoy the smoking hot podcast. You're listening to Hot Toddy
0: on the smoke it hot podcast
2: well i think every generation lucks out because they get that special comedy troupe i think our grandparents great-grandparents generation had the Marx brothers our parents generation had the original not ready for primetime players on saturday night live our generation is just as lucky because we have a little group known as the tenderloins also known as impractical jokers on true tv and i'm speaking with one of the tenderloins right now sal Volcano. how are you sir
3: I am fine, and that was probably the most flattering thing that anyone has ever said to me, so I, I thank you very greatly.
2: You were very welcome, and you deserve it. Every word of it. you guys are the funniest guys on TV th- these days, absolutely without a doubt.
3: Wow, wow. well, oh, I'm gonna accept that okay uh, and 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 we can move on because I'm trying to take compliments better.
2: oh, uh, are you That's is it I'm it's not working. it's not as easy to do, apparently.
3: I mean, it's something I'm working on. Tell me if I'm doing okay. You're absolutely right.
2: (laughs) That's fantastic. That works. That's fantastic. (laughs) I'm I'm down with that. That works. Great deal. Well, uh, let's get right into it. The first question I got for you uh, is the one I think probably all of us are wondering and probably ask you all the time. What is the thought process behind your challenges and your punishments? Where do those come from?
3: So, I mean, we wanted to make them relatable uh, you know, because we don't really do like like crazy, crazy, like we don't put ourselves in harm's way, right. like, you know, like the Jackass guys, So I think are right. pretty crazy. We get compared to those guys a lot. But I think we wanted to just do more with those little moments, those like social experiments between people and like social etiquette and stuff. So we sit in a room we, we, and we, we, we just come up with things that we really would rather not do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially you, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: You and, you and James yeah. Murray for sure. Not, things that you guys don't want to do. <laughs>
3: Right. The formula is simple. We just sit there until we find something that we say, "Oh, that would really sucks to do," and then we're like, "All right, well, we have to do that."
2: Right. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious and and so true. I mean, and and no and, and no offense to you or or Murray, but it seems as though as as Q and Joe are a little bit more tolerant of the challenges as opposed to you and and Mur, who seem to be maybe a little standoffish. Is is that fair to say?
3: I'd say that is a fair assessment, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I think we get it, we get it the worst, I can agree with that,
2: right, well, since you as long as you've all known each other, which has been about twenty six years, if I'm not mistaken, um and and as yeah. long as you guys have been doing the show, do you try to use the weaknesses like you know maybe some of the ones that you and mer and you and q and you and joe have do you do you use the weaknesses, or do you try to be fair?
3: Oh no, 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 there's no <laughs> being fair <laughs> is using the weaknesses, I mean, it's every man for themselves, so. right. I mean, I, I I toil over how how personal I can get and how spot on I can get with someone's weaknesses. I mean, we, we have a good handle on all that. I mean, they really exploit the mind between my family and getting scared and germs and all that stuff and cats. But, I, I mean, to be fair, I give them a big list of things. The person we really need to zero in on more is Joe. Right. He's harder to get and— I don't. I don't know if he suffered. Well, it was like he, he hasn't suffered as much as the rest of us. No, them. that's a fact.
2: That's a fact. Uh, I, I think. I think <laughs> Joe is
3: the. Like a... Go ahead.
2: Doesn't sound like a comedy show right now. Uh, no, we we really do. I mean, it, it's the way it is right now.
0: You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host
2: Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you.
0: Uh, well, it's actually Hot toddy. Oh well, pardon me, Mister Perfect.
2: And apparently, troll disease has taken over this place so much that it's uh, made Sheila cry again.
4: She is crying. Uh, she cried at her own joke.
2: She did. She <laughs> laughed so hard. She pooped herself. She really did. I did. No. Just to give
4: context, uh, there's a viral video of a small child singing a Taylor Swift song. <laughs>
1: You're going, everybody hate me. And well, Sheila I mean- <laughs> thinks
4: that the little girl has troll disease.
2: And we quote troll disease. That's what she calls it. So send your letters in now uh, and emails to <laughs> Sheila, <laughs> courtesy of not Hot Toddy, not DJ Poor. Uh, yeah, not
4: me. I've got enough troubles. <laughs> <laughs> He's
2: got enough trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you do send it, Poor, send it to his work. Yes. <laughs> they appreciate are actually,
2: actually, we're going to start a GoFundMe page for, for DJ Poor. Uh, you can contribute. <laughs> we can put up. He's suffering from trolls. He's suffering from trolls.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Send me money or likes.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, he'll take you the one. No, look. I mean, I, I don't know if this girl. What's wrong with the little girl? But I mean, I don't uh, think there's
4: anything wrong with the little girl. There, uh, That's uh, the whole point. Yeah, Sheila's mean.
2: Sheila. <laughs> Sheila's
5: just. <laughs> no, this is not fair. I told you what was wrong with her.
2: You, you said she got <laughs> troll disease. She ain't got no troll disease. I'm We're pretty just, sure.
4: I'm pretty sure troll disease is not in the DS. No DSM 4. That anywhere. might not be the
2: technical term, but that's <laughs> totally what's happening here.
5: And so, why am I the bad one? I didn't even, like. Because you out called of... a
4: small child, was, child was, a troll.
2: Exactly. I, th- I think that's what's. Yeah. I,
4: I think, the exa- think she
5: was a troll.
2: I think I the exact.
4: Suffered. I think the exact quote was I don't think that girl is more than four years old. And you said she's probably, <laughs> she probably older. It's just the troll disease that makes her look poor.
6: Oh,
2: man.
4: Are you okay, Sheila? I can't see you. We, we lost she crying. her. crying? We
2: lost her again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's
4: kind of terrible, Sheila.
2: It, it is a little rough. I'm not going to lie.
4: I mean, I still hope that you get into graduate school and everything. Yeah. But still, that's <laughs> terrible.
1: I'm an evil person. It's, it
2: really is. It is. <laughs> a
1: All right, rough. Excuse me.
4: I hope you graduate. Excuse me.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe get a PhD because somehow I got to pay for in College. Somehow
2: you, know? you got to do that. That's right. Good lord. Great. People with troll disease will have yes. to keep paying off their <laughs> the loans. The troll
1: disease people that's have right. to
2: pay.
5: Everybody has to pay <laughs> back your loans. Like, it that's doesn't right. matter. They are going to get you one way or another. They will find you.
2: That's
4: right. They, you, because you the troll were. disease, they'll they'll automatically have to have some kind of assisted living care when
2: they're older. Yeah, but but, right.
1: but, but like troll disease people will get like, lots of grants and stuff. Like That's not even fair.
2: Yeah, that's true. They'll get a lot back.
1: They, they'll, they'll get their school paid for. Because everyone's fast. like, oh, we got to give troll people same amount of rights. <laughs>
2: Jesus! And here we, we come go. Come back to the troll disease. And thing. here we go again. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. <laughs> Just, Taylor by the way.
4: Swift song, troll disease. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Wait, is Sheila crying over there? She's laughing really hard. Is she?
2: She is. Oh yeah, she is. Because <laughs> I said troll people. <laughs> yes, she is.
4: I had to peek over the comu- computer monitor over here, but yes. Uh, okay, I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get my stuff
0: together. <laughs> Mexico City.
1: All right. So you're, you're I don't right. know why That's right. like it's my funny button, right? That has taken over my my the poop the bed story for me.
4: <laughs> Your what story? Your poop the, the, bed. The,
1: poop the bed story. <laughs> like You you you're
2: you're that My, with my there, poop
4: right? story.
1: The inappropriate thing to laugh at now is the troll people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do some moves. okay, daddy. Mm-hmm. troll.
2: This troll is the disease. adorable little girl that Sheila keeps so, ragging on.
5: Oh, wait, just, she's going to start missing the lyrics up. <laughs> like her dance is like she's like, what is Nashik left her lightish speed on she's not she so See, she's missing, she's missing it. She's missing it. I do. <laughs> okay, put her back under her rock.
2: <laughs>
4: she does kind of have a voice a little bit like a gremlin.
2: Oh, Jesus. You? God.
4: You can listen to Sheila cry, laugh. That's right. You wanna, to you this wanna do adorable
2: that. little girl who's just singing her heart out to Taylor Swift.
5: When you I the, the whole time. If you,
2: on, what you want? I want my gold. I
4: live under a
5: bridge. <laughs> my precious. <laughs>
4: What? I didn't hear that last
2: part. She said, "My precious," as in a golem. (laughs) 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 Okay. And the worst, we really are. She wears high heels. Uh, Come on, Sheila. That's so sad. You knew that lyric. I'm. That's good. I know that lyric. what?
4: The haters gonna hate, hate, (laughs) hate, hate, hate.
2: (laughs) That's a different one, but okay. What? I know that. That was a different Taylor 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 Swift song. Two
4: Taylor Swift songs.
2: (laughs) I'm so proud of, of know, you for me. I a know fan.
1: two Taylor Swift songs. Good for that's you. That's amazing. That's good stuff. Killing She's 4.
2: And that's what's killing you really expected 5. And that's what's killing Sheila at the moment.
5: Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot
0: Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good.
5: Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, 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 your face does.
2: Well, apparently, since there's nothing else to do, music fans have launched a petition to get this, stop Phil Collins from returning to the music scene. That's right, some music fans are petitioning the United Nations via change.org with a plea that is entitled, Phil Collins must be stopped. The petitioner in question in his letter says, Phil Collins has announced he is no longer in retirement and there is far too much suffering in the world as it is and this must be stopped. One man actually said his reasoning for Signing the petition was because he struggled for years with addiction to Phil Collins's music. And just take a look at him now. Dear United Nations, Through the 80s, 90s, and even into the new millennium, my life was completely corrupted and evilly manipulated by a certain musician that goes by the name of Phil Collins. I had a great job wonderful and beautiful family and lived the life that every red-blooded American male should until I was introduced to Phil Collins. After I heard songs such as Take Me Home, Easy Lover, and of course, The Haunting In The Air Tonight, I began neglecting everything that was within my life. I began passing up family functions with my wife and children. I would call home and tell my wife that I was working late, just so I could take in a few more minutes of True Colors. My wife and I even stopped making love, because at night, while locked in the bathroom, I would listen intently to Susudio. It even began to affect my work, as I would take longer and longer lunch breaks every single day, to take in both sides of the story, separate lives, in his beautiful covers of A Groovy Kind of Love and You Can't Hurry Love. And then came the fateful day when I was fired, when my boss caught me, huddled in a corner of the break room, sobbing to against all odds. My life continued to take a turn for the worst, when my wife finally caught me, completely naked one night, listening to Another Day in Paradise. She finally stood up to me and said, it's either me or Phil Collins. I chose the latter and my life continued to spiral out of control. Crazy Phil Collins-filled nights, something happened on the way to heaven, dance into the light and you'll be in my heart. One night I had a threesome with Phil Collins and Genesis, putting Land of Confusion on repeat and dancing through the night. It wasn't until Phil Collins retired that I was finally able to put my life back together and Phil Collins now must be stopped. He cannot come out of retirement and ruin my life again. I won't allow it. And if there's anything I can do to help resolve this situation, I shall do that. For the devil that is Phil Collins must be stopped.
0: DJ Poor Smoking Hot Podcast Promo Take One.
2: All right, Poor, just say uh, this is DJ Poor and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Podcast. <laughs> All right. Say it like you would say. It. Don't say it some way cool, like, dude, you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Podcast. <laughs> hmm. That's not quite the way I said it. All right, Poor, just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smokin' Hot Podcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or- bong. Damn it! the smoking hot guy poopy i quit but it's true because joe joe is the hardest to really punish because he really i mean i think the funniest punishment he ever did was in the first season when uh, you tell him to go in the theater and tell him he has to go to the <laughs> and tell everybody he had to go to the bathroom he did it in a heartbeat and walked right out and was like that's it i did it you know he wasn't afraid oh, to do it yeah. whereas what would you, what would you have done in that situation could you have handled that
3: I probably could not have, at least at that time. I've gotten a little bit of a thicker skin. Right. But it looked like he enjoyed it. He did. Which is someplace I never, yeah. yeah.
2: He's the, he's the, I think he's the only one that actually does enjoy the punishments. Except for Captain right, Fettbelly. Right. I, I think Captain Fettbelly legitimately scared the crap out of him. I really, I really think it did.
3: That is a, that's a scary thing to go up there as high as that bridge and he oh, rode God. across the tram over the water like that yeah, and yeah. The, the, I don't know if you could tell you know you probably can't feel as much as we could in the moment but the tram that was like suspended in the air this' is the the punishment you're referencing was swaying back and forth pretty pretty like fiercely right so it was like it was really like it was something especially if you're afraid of heights like I am
2: right right and speaking of which, let, let's talk a little bit about the live punishment special because you and Murr, I think, probably stunned everybody. Uh, Murray, especially the one who's probably the most affi- of. Well, would you say that you or Murray is probably the most fear has the most fear of heights?
3: Uh, I think we have we both say fear them. There, di- it's weird. They're, they're a different fear. Like he's afraid, like of just heights like in an airplane and I'm afraid of like heights of like the second floor of a mall. I just don't like going near edges. You won't so go over
2: the rail. Exactly. We saw that in an episode right. as well, but yeah, but I think, right. you, I think you guys both absolutely wowed us with how well you all did the tightrope that night.
3: I was so nervous cause it was live TV and I still wanted it to be funny and I thought if we all fell right away, it might not be so great, but I just, uh, you know, when I got up there, I was like, look, I have to do this. So I mean, I might as well try and block everything out of my head and I was happy. I, I got about halfway, so I, w- I was happy with myself too. I was it was better than four in right uh,
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, and we were all so proud of both of you. And and then of course Q took it all the way, which I I, I guess didn't stun us as much because he has firefighter training. So I guess he's kind of used to that kind of stuff from his past. But but for the most part, to see everybody do as well as they did, I think we were really impressed by that mm-hmm. night.
3: Agreed, and I mean, I don't want to write it off that it was just because Q cause was a fireman because it, it was really tough. I mean, he might have he might have had some some experience with heights that high, but right. walking a wire is, is I mean, I don't think they train firemen to walk a tightrope.
2: That, that's wires, true. They, I don't think
3: no. So I, <laughs> I got to give him uh, you know all, all the credit for that.
2: I, absolutely, and like I said, you all he wowed us, and you all wowed us. Um what do you all enjoy most about what you do? We've talked about a lot of things, you know, about the different things. What do you enjoy the most about what you all do?
3: I mean, if I, if I could be, you know, corny in a way for a second. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, this is all, all I wanted to do is make a, uh, make a living, right. uh, you know, doing some type of comedy. So, I mean, to do it with my friends is just a bonus. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, like, it, I, we, we always say every day on set, we like, there's a moment almost every single day Where one of us looks at each other and go, "Can you believe we're at work right now?" Yeah. So I think that is our. That's our like you know almost. Precious accomplishment, I think. You're
0: listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Podcast.
4: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
2: This is really an exciting time to be coming to you with a Vols update because we are coming to you after a two-game win streak for the Tennessee Volunteers, both SEC games, and, of course, I'm talking about the Halloween victory over Kentucky and the victory we had over South Carolina last weekend. It was absolutely outstanding, and like I said, this is very important because these these are two crucial SEC wins for the Vols. And, you know, the thing about the Vols is that their game is always very inconsistent. You know, there could be games where they're awesome, or there's games where they're horrible, or they start out awesome, end up horrible, or start out horrible, end up awesome. You don't really know how it's going to work. So, you know, these games were kind of a toss-up, because Kentucky and South Carolina have the same type of stories, that you don't know if they're going to be good enough to get through, or if they're just going to fall apart as well. So it really came down to whoever made the least mistakes was going to be the victor, and that's what happened. Uh, and I noticed, and we've noticed something about Tennessee, too, is that this season they have a, a theme where they will start off. If they strike first, if the Vols strike first and get the first touchdown, or maybe the first two or three touchdowns, eventually the opponent will catch up and will, for most of the time, unfortunately will win or at least come very, very close. And then when it comes to the other way around, if the other team strikes first, we usually can come up from behind and beat them. And that's really the case when it came to both Kentucky and South Carolina. Kentucky striked first, and then we were able to come back, and we ended up just kind of obliterating them, I believe. What was the final score? The final score for Kentucky versus Tennessee was 52-21. to 21. Let me repeat that. Tennessee, 52, Kentucky, 21. That's how bad we beat Kentucky. I mean, that was a huge game. After a while, people were just like, "Yeah." You know, don't matter. We'll just go now. I mean, they they they, they kind of stopped paying attention by the time by the fourth quarter because it was just like, I mean, we're just blowing them out of the water. It just wasn't even it wasn't even worth it. But anyway, but that but the point is is that that was our strategy. That seems to be the best strategy. If the other team can strike first, we'll answer, and then we'll keep answering before they can even get a question out. We'll keep answering them. We don't even have answers to what they're talking about. But anyway, we were able to beat Kentucky. Uh, even though they strike first, and see here the thing about South Carolina is that we strike first in South Carolina. It wasn't in South Carolina; it was in Knoxville. But you know what I'm saying in the, in the South Carolina game, we strike first, and what ended up happening was that South Carolina caught up, just like they always do. Just like this always happens, Tennessee strike first blood. And or South Carolina, came back and kept answering. And we were just answering each other. We were really neck and neck by the end of the game. But luckily, we were able to pull it out and get a 27-24 to 24 victory over South Carolina. So, you know, now the thing about Kentucky is that we looked fantastic in the Kentucky game. And that's what really matters. Now, unfortunately, though, in the South Carolina game, we didn't look so good. Uh, Doc Summit, as a matter of fact, our announcer said on Facebook that all he could see was just like real arrogance coming from us, just a lot of arrogance, and and that is something we don't we do not need right now. This team doesn't have anything to be arrogant about. I love my Vols, but let's face facts. I mean, you lot, you gave up huge victories over florida and oklahoma we they should be an undefeated team or or all wins and one loss because of uh alabama i still think we probably could have lost to alabama even if we were undefeated at that point but the point is we should not be where we are which is five and four don't get me wrong though hey winning season is a winning season and we, right now we got that and we're pretty sure that we're we're in the clear for the rest of the season because our teams don't look that difficult but the point is is that we should never walk in there with that kind of arrogance you know we shouldn't walk in there acting like we own the place I mean do it in the typical sports fashion but don't actually think you own the SEC because Tennessee Falls are nowhere there nowhere near there yet I think we will get there in the near future and I believe Butch Jones will be the one that will get us there but I mean we can't walk in there with a huge head because we don't we don't need that right now We, we don't need that and not to mention you really don't deserve that yet. I, I, I love my Vols. I'll say it again, love my Vols. But uh, we're not there yet. But uh, but no, this is huge to have a two massive win streak just like that. I mean, it's it's absolutely awesome. And they're SEC games, and we've got three more games to come up this season. We're playing against North Texas this weekend. It's our homecoming game. We play North Texas this weekend. Then we travel to Missouri and play Mizzou. Uh, Next weekend, and then the weekend after that, the Saturday following Thanksgiving, we'll be back in Neyland Stadium in Knoxville taking on Vanderbilt, and that will be our last game of the season. All three teams are very much beatable, very much beatable, but again, so is Tennessee. Tennessee can at times be very beatable. So I think it'll come down to whoever makes the least mistakes, just like South Carolina and Kentucky. Whoever makes the least mistakes will win this, but I predict I could be wrong. But I predict an eight and four season, we go to a bowl game, win that game, nine and four season. That's what I predict. I believe we will win the bowl game, and we will have a nine-and-four season, probably the best season that we've had in a long time. So I predict everything is going to work out the way it should for the volunteers, and I look forward to seeing what we do for the rest of the season and into 2016 as well. Go Vols. Smoking Hot ton Cast.
0: The Smokin' Hot Podcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report.
2: Hello and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got Ollie on the scene this week in San Diego, California, where a giant story broke earlier this week. The announcement that SeaWorld will be ending all of its killer whale shows by 2017. We had to get Ollie on the scene, and now live from the San Diego SeaWorld is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, what's the vibe over there? I smell a
5: lot of salt
2: water. It's real fishy over here, too. And you know what, Hot Toddy? This place is a scam. It's called SeaWorld. So I thought I was going to be walking into a world full of water. But did you know I still have to walk around on extremely uncomfortable pavement biscuits? I think that is without a doubt the dumbest thing you have ever said on this show. That that takes the cake. That is a new record for you. What are you talking about? Holly, it's not it's not a world full of water. It's it's an amusement park with mammal and fish life. You understand that, right? All right, never mind. Moving on. Um, Now, the story broke earlier this week that SeaWorld will be ending all of its killer whale shows by 2017, mainly because of the constant public outcry of the mistreatment of sea life in the park. Have you spoken with officials on how they feel about this? You know, I went to Disneyland and Universal Studios in Los Angeles since I've been out here, and there's been a lot of people at those parks. There's not a lot of at this park. No, well that's the point, Ollie, is that there, there's not a lot of people interested in SeaWorld these days, mainly because of the fact that it seems to be not such a great atmosphere for the sea life that's within it. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Hey, have you spoken with officials about how they feel about ending their killer whale shows?
5: They got killer whales? Does that mean they got
2: guns and shit? No, Ollie, it, 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 it doesn't at all. <laughs> God! What, did you take something before you went out there? Yeah! Okay, God Almighty, what- what has happened to you?
5: Whales don't have butt cheeks!
2: (laughs) Okay... (laughs) Just stop! Stop it! For God's sakes, man! Oh, you have taken the funny pills today, okay. Just- just relax, let's- let's not go crazy here, let's just talk like normal people, and let's get this story going, okay? Now, in 2013, there was a movie called Blackfish that was released that showed the mistreatment of all the sea life within SeaWorld, and that is what's really caused the major uproar about the killer whale shows in SeaWorld, and this is one of their main reasons for ending them. Have you seen Blackfish, Ollie? Um, who do you think you are calling them Blackfish? What what the hell is that? Wow. Okay, um, Ollie... No, 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 no. You're racist. We're not talking anymore. Ollie, it's the name of the film! I'm lost! I'm lost! I don't know! You're at SeaWorld in San Diego where I'm trying to get a damn story out of you! My car won't start! It never starts! And you didn't drive out there anyway! You took a plane to San Diego and then you Ubered! Now, Congressman Adam Schiff actually introduced legislation saying that he would be forcing SeaWorld to end the captivity of orcas. Which was also one of the main deciding factors about ending the killer whale shows, obviously. Now, have you spoken to anybody? at SeaWorld about how they feel about one of their biggest programs coming to an end.
5: Why are there so many fish here?
2: Biscuits! One more question and then you're out of here, all right? Have you spoken to any protesters or anybody in support of protests against SeaWorld? Have you gotten their reaction? Because they've got to be very excited and very happy right now that SeaWorld will be ending not just the program, but also their captivity of orcas. Have you gotten any reaction from those who are against SeaWorld? Gotcha. Done. Wonderful. That's gonna do it for the alley report this week. Be sure and tell- me hey, how
5: tidy, how tidy
2: What? What do you want? What could you possibly add to this? Just, 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 this crap that you've given me. What else could you add? Please tell me. What? What could you add? Well, don't you want the story? You, 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 you have, you, you, you have a story. You- After all of this, you have a story now. Well, yes, I've spoken to officials, and though they are upset that they have to end this, they completely understand because they completely agree with their public, and they want to keep their public happy and even draw in protesters, hopefully to draw them away from protesting and being against SeaWorld or bringing them in and hoping to create a whole new audience. With that in mind, the protesters are very happy with this decision, and they do hope to improve their relationship with SeaWorld to see what can be done in the future. When you get back, I'm stuffing you into an aquarium. And watch you swim around. Got it? Oh, I still have butt cheeks! Uh, yeah. Okay, sounds good. You suck, Ollie! That's gonna do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie news ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week.
0: You're listening to the Smokey Hot Podcast.
2: Meanwhile, in heaven...
6: Hey, <laughs> Hey Saint P D, what's going on, man? Oh, hello, Satan. I got a joke for you. Listen to this: What is covered in white, hangs on a hook, and gets you completely clean? I don't know what. Pope on a rope. <laughs> very funny, Satan. Very, very funny. Oh, come on, you love it, Saint Peter, don't act like you don't. Yeah, well, I don't. And what are you doing here anyway? We're really busy here today. I just thought I'd stop by and see my old friend God. Is he in today? Well, yes. What does it matter to you, Satan? Well, you just tell. I'm here. Fine.
1: That uh, God? Yep. Satan is here to see you. Ah,
2: jeez. All right,
1: send him in. Go ahead
6: on in. Thanks, Petey. My man, what's happening? Hello, Hello, Satan. What can, can I, do I do for you? I've come here with a business proposition that I think you will find most appealing. Alright, shoot. Well, as you know, God, both heaven and hell have fallen on hard times recently. Just when evil begins to take over the world, the beauty of humanity sweeps in and pushes me down a pig. But yet at the same time, just when you have faith in humanity, evil sweeps in and pushes you down a pig. You better better be be going going somewhere somewhere with this, this, Satan. Oh, I am. I am. It was a law that was established by you, if I recall, when I fell from grace. That though I could have my own world and take in those who do evil, I was not allowed to create anything. Am I correct in that assumption?
2: Yes, you know very well that that was the rule that we put together. I would continue creating everything on Earth. Even things that people think you create, I still create it in order to teach a lesson.
6: Exactly. But as you know, if I actually created something, it would destroy the world in an instant. Yeah, that's why I put it into place. Is there a reason for this, Satan? Oh, there is, God, I assure you. Believe me, there's a point. I propose that just once, just this one time, you let me create something. Uh uh-uh, uh no. no. Out of the, Out of the question, questions it's not happening. Come on, God. Let me create one evil thing. I guarantee you, if I create one evil thing, it will benefit both of us. How
2: will that happen? How, How do I know that, that if you create, you create this, this, it's, it's not, not it's just, just going to sweep, sweep in and destroy, destroy us, us and, you and you will become, become the, the almighty, almighty ruler of Earth?
6: Because it will benefit both of us. Think about it. If I create something evil, it will give me the satisfaction of harming people and having my power spread across the land. But at the same time, it will unite. Humanity will come together to support you in the fight against evil. You may may have have a point there. Don't you see? Humans are inherently prone to gathering together to fight against something they don't like. So why not make it easy for them? Let me create something that is so sinister, so evil, so diabolically insane that humanity will be forced to come together to fight against it. And again, we both win. I have my evil plan out and about, terrorizing people, making me laugh. At the same time, humanity joins together to fight against evil, which is exactly what you want. What do you say? Just this once, let old Lucifer have his day. You know know what? what? Okay. Okay?
2: Yes. Yes. Just Just this this once, once, I will let let you create create one thing. thing, But but just just that. that. And it it can't
6: can't kill people. No, 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 no. I won't actually physically harm anyone. No, that's not the plan. I have a better idea. But you're saying I can do it? Yes. You can can implement implement one thing. thing. Very good. And now it is time to create the most sinister the most disgusting the most hated evil thing on earth and now God, take a look
5: welcome to comcast
0: orson Wells smoking hot podcast promos take one
2: Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast." Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast." Okay, go again.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! <laughs> All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money.
2: The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! What advice yeah. do you have for aspiring comedians who are looking to get into the business?
3: Uh, I would say that, I mean, first of all, it's you have to work hard no matter what. I mean, like, even if you're super talented, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't make opportunity for yourself. <laughs> So I mean, we worked constantly. It was I always I always personally had a plan B, so I felt comfortable dedicating like all of my extra time to comedy and right. and and really I mean you got to do it for the right reasons. Like I would do comedy for free for my entire life because that's what I want to do. So I mean, when you get you know some success or or even get paid your first five bucks for it. That should just be the bonus. Like you should be in it just for the for the for the spirit of it. I think.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Do what you love, and no matter what happens, just keep doing it. Absolutely, that's a that's a yeah. wonderful thing. Yeah. Well, you guys are on tour again. Uh, what can we expect in the new tour this year?
3: The tour is so much fun. I mean, the show has evolved a little. Like the first, you know, the first tour we did was more about like how we got the show and how the show works and the behind the scenes. And now it's gotten more personal. It's about like our own lives and stories and, and family and friends and stuff like that. Right. So it's moving a little, a little bit away from the workings of the show, and now it's more about us. And you know we always hear that people feel like they know us from the show, and so we wanted to give them a little bit more of what we're like. So it definitely is a more personal show. It's, it's funny as hell. Those guys crack me up. We're on stage at the same time, and uh, it's a really unique experience as far as a comedy show goes. So I think there's something for everybody.
2: Well, that's fantastic. People, we, tell, we go ahead.
3: We say that uh, you know people come and practical jokers fans, and we give them what they want, but then they'll leave tenderloins fans because the tenderloins. Is, the, is who we are outside of the show. We're the Tenderloins comedy troupe. Right. So, you know, we just, it's, yeah. So yeah. It, we, that's that's kind of how we like to say it. They'll leave Tenderloins. Right. Now.
2: That's what I that's what I said at the beginning. We have the Tenderloins. I think Practical Jokers, we have the Tenderloins in our generation. That's why we're lucky right now, because we got you guys. Yes. Sir. Not just the show. <laughs> Not just the show. When Impractical Jokers are long gone, we will still have the Tenderloins.
3: That is right. That's great. Yes, sir. That's right. All right.
2: Well, uh... Impractical Jokers. You can catch every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on True TV, and the True TV Impractical Jokers tour is going on right now. They're going to be here in Knoxville, Knoxville, Tennessee, on November 21st. Tickets are on sale now. I got two words for you. Get them, because you will not be sorry, and we're going to have a lot of fun that night.
3: Yeah, Todd, thank you so much,
2: and I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. We've been talking with Sal Volcano of the Tenderloins, also known as the Impractical Jokers, right here on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast.
0: You're listening to Hot Toddy on the It Hot Podcast.
2: Well, McDonald's in Switzerland has jumped on the pulled pork sandwich bandwagon and has come out with their pulled pork burger, which, of course, has pulled pork meat, marinated in barbecue sauce, and topped with mixed vegetables, apple slices, and a garlic spread. It's being tested in 25 different McDonald's restaurants in Zurich and Geneva. But here's the kicker. It takes four hours to cook. Now, I know what you're thinking. A sandwich that takes four hours to cook at a fast food restaurant. Well, the vice president of McDonald's in Switzerland, Thomas Trutman says, With the pulled pork burger, we are combining slow food with our fast-friendly service. I Dan. But, I mean, how many people really will wait four hours for a sandwich at a fast-food restaurant? I just, I don't know. That kind of boggles the mind, really. But if people are willing to do it, which, I, I, you know, I, I'm saying that you should do it because it sounds like a, a great sandwich. You know, pulled pork sandwiches really are good, and a lot of restaurants are getting into it. So, you know, if you're willing to wait, then wait. So, from all accounts, it sounds like a pretty tasty sandwich. So, if you're in the Switzerland area and you go to McDonald's, you want to try one highly recommended that being said you might want to take a book to read and word of advice I probably wouldn't order it if you're extremely hungry Woo, I am starving it's time to get something to eat
1: can I take your order? biscuits well no I know you serve breakfast 24-7 now but no biscuits I am dying to try out that all new pork sandwich y'all got well, yeah, it sounds delicious.
2: Well, I know, it, and it is, but that's gonna
1: take about four hours. I so hope you don't mind. No, I don't mind at all. I'll wait for it. All righty. One pulled pork sandwich.
5: Restaurant. Will you? You have about four hours to kill.
1: Don't worry. I'll find something to do. <laughs> Been dying to read this book Donald Trump I Am God. Page damn one. Ah, man, I am starving. I didn't realize how hungry I was. Maybe I shouldn't have ordered. No? No, that's silly thinking right there. I want to try this pulled pork sandwich. I'm gonna wait it out. Let's see, maybe I can. Oh, forgot brought my iPad. That's right. I'm a redneck and I got an iPad. Deal with it. There's only so much barnyard porn one can watch without losing their mind. What do I do now? Maybe I'll maybe I'll go take a walk. That was a nice walk. You know, I've not walked up and down this neighborhood in a while. I should do that more often. Oh, food should be about ready. Oh, excuse me, is my pulled pork sandwich up yet? You got another three hours! What the hell? I'm not going crazy. I'm not, I'm not going crazy. No, everything's fine. It's fine. Steve! Steve! Don't bother me, Steve! Steve! No, I'm fine. Fine. I'm doing just fine. Taxi! Taxi! Hey oh, Oklahoma is not a state. I want to live. I, w- I want to live. Damn it, I want to live. This is the end of me. I didn't think I could die like this, but I will. I'm going to die right here in this restroom. I was supposed to die in a hell of gunshots when I take over the government, but instead it's going to be here. It's going to be right here. In front of all these people in front of all you (laughs) I'm not going out without a fight So hungry please someone help me I'll eat anything Anything
2: Oh hey DA Ah!
1: Ah, ah, the host of the smoking hot podcast is dead i hate him i'll eat every one of you just get ready lock him doors this is the end of oh, ya! Yeah. Ah. sir sir the ballpark sandwich is ready biscuits oh okay thank you Hmm. oh this is good all right
0: definitely worth the wait smoking hot test <laughs>
2: And there you have it, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Of course, you heard me speak with Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers. Once again, they're going to be right here in Knoxville, Tennessee on November 21st at the Knoxville Civic Auditorium. Tickets are on sale now. Get yours now before next weekend because it's going to be a night you're not going to forget. It's going to be a blast, so be there or be square and a huge thanks to sal for letting me speak with him he's a great guy hilarious guy and really really nice and we had a blast as you heard so he's a great guy and you'll see him Mur, joe and q it's gonna be a great show i can't stop talking about it. it's gonna be a great show you just gotta be there just be there and you won't be sorry i promise you it's gonna be a great show once again the true tv and practical jokers where's larry tour featuring the tenderloins gonna be at the knoxville civic auditorium next saturday november 21st get your tickets now and be sure and join us next week as we all sit down and talk about what we're most thankful for as we close in to Thanksgiving. It's our Thanksgiving episode. I really can't wait to hear what Ollie, D.A., and Orson Wells are most thankful for. And I know you can either. So be sure and tune in for that next week. And with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. Be sure and follow us on social media. You can follow me, at Hot Toddy, 9102 on Twitter, Hottest underscore Toddy on Instagram, and then just look up Hot Toddy on Facebook, Periscope, and Vine. You can also follow some of the cast members on Twitter, Miss Pingrino at Pinguino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and our announcer, Doc Summit, at Kev Summit. And you can also follow our special guest, Sal Volcano at... Ja Crispy Volcano on Twitter. And until next week, this is Hot Toddy saying, Shut your face, Grandma!